Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. Uh, 1978, there's a flight to Europe and there's a guy named Amon Boss. I don't know if you've ever heard Amon Boss before. Amon Boss was a guy who uh, got into a plane. I don't know if you've ever been into a, a plane flight travel. Okay, he got into a plane and when he was there, he used the, he used the headset of, uh, of the airplane. He used the headset of the airplane and while he was using the headset of the airplane, he was so dissatisfied because he couldn't hear much from that. Sino po nakatlay na no? Naglagay kayo ng headset sa airplane. Okay, because the engine jet is so noisy and loud. Diba? Pagka gusto nyo po matulog, hindi kayo makatulog kasi loud. So what he did was, he took out his ball pen and a paper and he started computing. And he started thinking, is there a way where I can use the same headset to drown out the noise of the engine. So he started computing. He started, and 10 years after, in 1988, 10 years after 1988, he was able to invent the noise-canceling headphones first ever. Kaya po, pagka nagta-travel ako, napakaliit po nito, hindi noise-canceling, hindi ko po ina-endorse to. Pero meron nila po sa Apple AirPods Pro. Pagka nilagay niyo po, amazing! Di ba pagka nagtakip ka, naririnig mo pa rin yung iba, ito talaga wala ka marinig, makakatulog ka ng maayos. And if you think about the technology that's used, here's how it works. Simpleng-simple lang po, papano po bang noise cancelling? If you put a noise cancelling earphones or headset, it doesn't really make the sound or the noise go away. Nandun pa rin po. Pero ang ginagawa niya, it creates another sound that cancels the existing sound. Ganun po yung ibig sabihin. Napakasimple lang po. Hindi nawawala yung noise, pero nagka-create siya ng another sound that cancels the existing sound. Bakit ko po sinabi yan? Because we live today in a world that's filled with noise. We live in a world that's filled with noise for whatever the truth is. Marami pong nagsasabi, the truth is this. And then meron na naman sasabi, the truth is this, the truth is this. How many of you are following the news about the war between Israel and Palestine? Raise your hand kung nagpa-follow po kayo. Di ba pag, pag tinignan mo, sasabihin, ito daw yung truth. Maya maya, meron ka, ito naman yung truth. Ang mga Jews may truth, ang Palestinians may truth, ang West may truth, ang EU may truth, ang Arabs may truth. And you're probably thinking, ano ba talaga? There's so much noise about what the world believes is the truth. There's a truth about gender and sexuality that the voice is so loud about. There's a truth about God that this world is so loud about. There's a truth that the world is saying about life. And faith, napakadami po. And this is the reason why we have this series, What Shapes Us. Because we believe it's time to create another noise that cancels all the noise 
uh, we hear from the world. And that is the Word of God. How many of you believe it's time for us to turn up the volume of God's Word so that we can cancel all the quote-unquote truths that the world is claiming? Because there's only one truth, and it's according to God's Word. And we want the God's Word to be so amplified because what we believe will determine how we behave. What we believe will determine how we behave. We just don't tell our kids. Sino po sa inyo dito? Parents. Parents. Hindi mo lang po sasabihin sa kids nyo, dapat mabait ka. Dapat ganito ka. Dapat sumunod ka. Ang kailangan po natin gawin sa mga, mga anak natin, bigyan natin sila ng tamang paniniwala. Pag meron po silang tamang paniniwala, magiging tama po ang kanilang behavior. And this is the reason why we do this. What we believe shapes us. What we believe determines how we behave. And this is a series on our statement of faith, victory. And let me read. Let me read po. In addition to adhering to the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and the Chalcedonian Creed, Victory Church affirms and upholds these statements of faith without reservation. Makikita po ninyo ang statement of faith ng victory sa website natin. And we want to preach this to all of us so that we know what we believe. And the so many truths that the world is saying out there, what do we believe? These are it. First week po, we talk about what we believe when it comes to God. Second week, we talk about what we believe when it comes to the creation and the fall. Today, we're going to talk about what we believe when it comes to Jesus. So here's our statement, and I want us to read it at the count of three. We're going to state this and declare it and confess it all together. Amen? All right. At the count of three. One, two, three. We believe in Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God incarnated for our redemption, born of the Virgin Mary, fully God and fully man, one person in two natures. As our substitute, he lived a sinless life and willingly gave himself as a propitiatory and reconciling sacrifice for our sins on the cross. He died, was buried, rose bodily on the third day, ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father as the only mediator between God and humanity. One day, He will return again to judge the living and the dead. This is what we believe. Let's all stand as we read God's Word. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, 
so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Lord, your word is life. So we're asking that you would anoint the preaching of your word to breathe life into our bodies, into our spirits this morning. Speak to us, Lord, and give us the grace to obey. Whatever we hear in Jesus' name, everybody say, Amen. Amen. See, Jesus po, one of the things about Jesus, sino po sa inyo dito may kakilala mahilig magtanong? Yung katabi nyo, pag nag-preach, ano nga daw? Ano nga? Yung, o kaya nanonood kayo ng movie, tanong na to, ano nangyayari? Ano, pareho tayo nanonood eh, tanong ka ng tanong. Di ba? tanong. Si Jesus po mahilig magtanong. <laughs> Eh, Jesus po, pag nakita natin, tanong ng tanong, tanong ng tanong. Meron pong isang, meron pong isang uh, uh, paralitiko, invalid for 38 years. Tapos nandun siya sa pool of Bethesda. Alam niyo po yon, Pool of Bethesda, meron pong paniniwala sila na pagka tumalon ka doon, yung unang tumalon, pag may angel na nag-stare up, mahihil. Pumunta si Jesus, napakaraming may sakit. Tinignan ni Jesus, sabi niya, do you want to get well? Hindi. <laughs> gusto ko lang mag-sunbate mag dito sa tabi ng pool. Of course, gusto niyan. Anong klase ng mga question yun? Diba? Parang mga Pinoy, diba? magpamunta ka, ka sa spa. Papamasahe po, hindi. <laughs> Papatingin. Diba? Pero si Jesus po, nagtatanong siya, hindi naman talaga para makakuha ng sagot. A lot of times, his questions were never meant to solicit answers from us, but his questions were meant to highlight a truth for us. And one of those moments he was with disciples, ang tanong niya, who do people say that I am? You remember that? Who do people say that I am? And the disciples started giving out answers. You see, who Jesus is, the answer to that question is the ultimate dividing line between Christianity and all other religions. Between Christianity and all other cults or pseudo-cults that you will find out there. Kaya importante po ito. Andali pong sabihin ng mga tao, Christian kami. Pero tanungin nyo, who is Jesus to you? Because this is the ultimate line in the sand. If you look at, at the movie, the Hulk movie many years ago, nag, naglagay siya ng line in the sand. Sabi niya, those who are for me is here. Those who are against me would be there. So the answer to this question, who Jesus is, is the ultimate line in the sand. And all throughout history, napakarami pong beliefs about Jesus Christ. Bibigyan ko po kayo ng isang mabilis na pasada. Okay, to the Jews and to many Jews up to now, mga nasa Israel po, they believe that he is John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Marami pong Hudyo ngayon. Naniniwala pa din, he's just one of the prophets. To Arius, one of the early Christian leaders, 300 AD, he believes Jesus is a good man and nagkaroon po siya ng followers but He is not God in human flesh. To the Hindus, may mga kilala po ba kayo dito mga Hindu? To the Hindus, Jesus is just one of the many incarnations of their God, Vishnu. 
Vishnu. To the Buddhists, Jesus is one of the enlightened teacher. To the Muslims, he is a major prophet worthy to be respected but not divine. To New Agers, he is one of the appearances of God who, be, who had become fully aware of his divine identity. To Mormons, may makilala po ba kay Mormons, yung mga nakatay, galing Utah, karamihan, He is the Son of God, pakinggan niyo to, He is the Son of God and Mary, the spirit brother of Lucifer. That's Mormons. And yung iba naniniwala, yung iba naniniwala na ang Mormons Christians, tingnan niyo po yung belief nila about Jesus. To Brother Soriano, Dating doon, He is the mighty God but not the almighty God. So kung kayo po naniniwala, ah, pareho lang tayo noon. Ibang paniniwala nila kay Jesus. To Jehovah's Witnesses, He is the pre-incarnate Archangel Michael, a God but not equal to Jehovah. To Dan Brown, the author of the Da Vinci Code, Jesus is a good man. but sexual relationships with Mary Magdalene. Again, heresy. To agnostics and atheists, he's a good teacher and a good example for us to follow. To secularists and humanists, he's a historical person who is irrelevant for our modern life today. For the religious, he is a good add-on. He's like a genie in a bottle. to help make our life more comfortable. But here's the more interesting thing. Jesus said, who do people say that I am? And then he asked, but who do you say I am? It is interesting to note, hindi niya sinabing, hindi ako si John the Baptist, hindi ako propeta lang. He said, how about you? Because what matters most is not who Jesus is to others. What matters most is not who Jesus is to the Hindus or to the agnostics or to the Muslims or to the Jehovah Witnesses or the Mormons. The most important question is, who is Jesus to you? Hindi po ito yung sabi ni Mrs. si Jesus daw ganito. Hindi po ito yung sabi ni daddy, ni mami, ganito daw si Jesus. Sabi ng friend ko, sabi sa internet, sabi ng teacher ko, sabi ni pastor, ang tanong, sino siya sa'yo? Hindi siya sino siya kay pastor. Who is Jesus to you? And this is so important because our understanding of who Jesus is will determine how we relate to Him. Now let's answer it. Who is Jesus? Based on our statement and based on the verse, here's the simplest way to tell us who Jesus is. Number one, Jesus is fully God. He is fully God. He's not partially God. He's not 90% God, 99% God. He is 100% God. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, Jesus is 100% God. The Bible says in Philippians, who though he was in the form of God, in the NIV it says, who in the very nature God, nature, 
essence, substance of being. He is God. The first place where Jesus was introduced in the Gospels, in Matthew, they gave a name to him. What was the name given in Matthew? Emmanuel, we were singing that, right? God with us. The very first mention of Jesus was a declaration that Jesus is God. God with us. Now think about this. You're introducing your son, your God the Father, you're introducing your son to the Jews. The last people on earth who would believe that Jesus is God are the Jews. Bakit? Lahat po ng nations during that time, uh, they're, they're, uh, they have many multiple gods. They're polytheistic. Pwede silang maraming gods. So pag sinabi mo, Jesus God, madali nilang paniwalaan, oh, He's another God. Diba? Parang Alfred is God. Rommel is God. Kathy is God. Maan is God. Jesus is God. Okay. Pero yung mga Jews, monotheistic, isa lang. Jehovah, Yahweh lang. Now, if you're saying to the Jews, Yahweh is God, and then I tell you, but Jesus is God, hindi ka maniniwala. Eh, isa lang eh. Hindi lang yun. Si Jesus pa, kasama mo sa bahay. Kapatid mo. If, if you think about it, if you're going to claim that you are God, alimbawa, ikaw si Jesus. Hindi ikaw si Jesus, ha? Kunwari lang ikaw si Jesus. Ikiklaim mo that ikaw si God. Huwag kang mag-start sa mga kilala mo. <laughs> sa kapatid mo, sa tatay mo, tay, ako si, ako si Lord. <laughs> Baka paluin ka. Hindi kaya kita bigyan ng allowance. Tingnan natin kung Lord ka. Huwag yung housemate mo. May mga housemate po ba kayo dito? Student, housemate, o kaya nagtatrabaho ka, may roommate ka, better fate, may... Huwag eh, doon kasi kilalang-kilala mo. Parang hindi maniniwala. Pumunta ka sa isang walang nakakakilala sa ito. Sabi mo, ako ang Diyos. Ah, ah, mukha nga, pwede, pwede. Pero yung kilala mo, the Jews would be the first one to reject the idea, but he introduced himself as God. Jesus is God, the creator and owner of all. Which means, if Jesus is God, it means He calls the shots. It means He makes the rules. Eh, Jose. You know, ang pinakamalaking problema po ng tao, ano, tingnan niyo po yung katabi mo, ano pinakamalaking problema niya kaya? <laughs> may, may nagsabi, it's hard to face your problem when your problem is your face. Pero hindi naman po siguro ganun. Ang pinakamalaki pong problema ng tao is our tendency to be God. To play God. Pag tinignan nyo po, Adam and Eve, ano po ba yung pinakamalaking problema nila? They played God. Why? Because eto si Lord, sinabi na ni Lord, kahit anong pwede nyo gawin. Isa lang yung maling hindi nyo pwede gawin, kumain sa tree in the middle of the garden. Inisip ko po yun. Sabi ko, Lord, kung ayaw mong kainin nila, ba't nilagay mo pa sa in the middle? Parang wag nyo kainin to. Tingnan nyo to. Bakit hindi mo tinago na lang, Lord? As lagyan mo ng bushes, parang hindi nyo makita. Tuwing dumadaan, nakikita nila, wag kainin daw to. 
Para kang nag-fasting, di ba? Tapos huwag kang kumain. Ito na. Fifth day mo na, di ba? Parang, huwag kainin. Eh ano yung temptation ng, ng Jablo? Ano yung temptation ng Jablo kay Eve? Pag kumain ka nito, ano daw? Ha? You will like God. And you will know what's right and wrong. How? Why would they need to know what's right and wrong? God already said what's right and wrong. Eh ano pong problema natin ngayon? We want to declare what's right and wrong. Mali ba talaga, Lord? Nagmamahala naman kami, mali ba to? Eh Lord, ganito naman, mali ba to? Eh Lord, wala namang nasasaktan, mali ba to? Eh Lord, ang right and wrong nagiging feelings natin. Sabi niya, He is God, not us. He is the one who calls the shots. Paminsan nagtatanong, anong stand mo dito? Ayokong magkaroon ng stand. Ang gusto ko, anong stand ni Jesus dito? Because He is God. Naalala ko po nung dinidisiplina ko yung anak kong lalaki. Nung two years old pa lang siya. Sinasabi ko lagi sa kanila, mga anak, dito sa bahay na to, ang boss, ako, saka yung mami mo. Ganon, magdisiplina. <laughs> Hindi pwedeng one year old, sila na yung boss. Ako, as a two year old, may ginawa siya. Sabi ko, halika nga dito, anak, gusto ko, lang, uh, uh, gusto ko lang maalala mo, sino ang boss dito? Mingin siya, sabi niya, you and you. <laughs> Dalawa lang kaming boss. Sabi niya, it's us. Paminsan ganun tayo kay Lord, you're the God, but I'm also a God. Tayong dalawa Lord mag-rule. Tayong dalawa Lord yung mag-call ng shots. Tayong dalawa Lord yung mag-determine what's right or wrong. The danger is that we will always want to follow us. Now, merong trendy talk ngayon. Sinasabi nila, Jesus is this. Kailangan pag makipag-usap ka kay Jesus, yung real, yung authentic. And I like that. How many of you want to talk to Jesus in a real, authentic way? Uh, Lord, ang sama na nangyari sa akin. Pero paminsan, ang nagiging, uh, nagiging downside nito is when you have this trendy talk about having a real, authentic, down-to-earth relationship with God, It comes when we trade this sovereign, almighty, powerful creator of all and we trade this big, transcendent God just into a friend who would listen to us. Eh, ang laki-laki pa ni Lord, mga kapatid. Pagka ganun ang nangyari, then we don't really expect this God to show up and perform miracles on our behalf then we don't expect this God to show up and do anything spectacular. We just hope that He'll be there and He'll comfort us when we feel bad. And that's good. He does that. But remember, we have much more than a friend in Christ. We have a God in Christ. We have much more than a therapist in Christ. We have this Christ who can redefine our impossibilities. Mga kapatid, He can do the impossible for you because He is God. Kung anumang imposibleng kinakaharap mo ngayon, lumapit ka kay Jesus, kaya niyang baguhin, kaya niyang bigyan ng milagro, kaya niyang tanggalin lahat ng paghihirap mo because He is God in whom nothing is impossible. Amen? Nothing is impossible. But second, Jesus is also fully God and fully man. Hindi to Jesus is fully God, but it's and fully man. It says in verse 7, He emptied Himself by taking the form of a servant. The form is the nature. 
Jesus is God means that He has always been God from the beginning and He will forever be God. But Jesus has not always been man. He never started as a man. But there's a point in history where Jesus, this eternal God, became man through the incarnation and He will forever be man. He now forever has two natures. Think about this. This is impossible to fathom. The infinitely powerful God who created everything being confined to a weak, imperfect, mortal creation. I mean, how can you think of that? I mean, isipin natin, ito illustration lang. Think of the richest, most powerful, most handsome, most intelligent man. Imagine that, that kind of man. Imagine nyo na, kung nahihirapan kayo mag-imagine, uh, ito na lang, tingnan nyo na lang yung picture. The richest, most powerful, most handsome, most perfect man you can ever think of. Eh, <laughs> imagine na po. Tapos, sinabi niya, willing ako maging ganito. Itsura ko, yung next. Ito yung magiging itsura ko, naging askal. Na cute, na cute, di ba? <laughs> It's probably worse. I can't really put into a, an app illustration what this divine, transcendent, powerful being did. Why would he do this? Why would Jesus become a man? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive what? Mercy and find what? Grace to what? Help in time of need. How many of you want, uh, want to receive mercy? How many of you need grace? How many of you need help? I mean, mercy, grace, help in time of need. How many of you sometimes you have a need? I mean, this is why Jesus became man. So that he understands. I remember nung nasa Israel po kami. At dinaan kami dun sa Holocaust Museum. If you're familiar with that. Yun pong 6 million Jews na pinatay during World War II. And ilalagay sila sa train, hundreds of them, para pumunta sa isang camp. Pagdating sa camp, aalipinin sila tapos ilalagay sa gas chamber to be killed. Sa isang tren po, hundreds of them, ang gwardya, three or four. Sabi ng mga batang Israelita, sabi ng mga batang Jews, hindi namin kayo maintindihan, yung mga survivors ng Holocaust, ang dami-dami nyo, ba't hindi kayo lumaban? Apat lang yun, kaya nyo overpower. Ito po sabi ng mga Jews. And most of the Holocaust survivors, rarely speak. And here's what they tell them. They tell them, you will never understand because you were never there. Kung papano kami trinato. Trinato kami na parang hindi kami tao. So yung, 
itsura namin, hindi na kami tao, hindi na kami makapagsalita, hindi na kami makalaban. But you will never understand. Wala kayo dun eh. Some of you probably would say, Lord, you will never understand. Wala ka dito eh. Lord, you will never understand yung hirap ng walang pera. Hindi mo maintindihan, Lord, yung inabuso ka. Hindi mo alam, Lord, kung anong hirap pagka inaccuse ka. Hindi mo alam, Lord, yung dinadaanan ko. Alam mo yung sinasabi ni Lord, I became fully man, I understand. I've been there. The Bible says Jesus has been tempted in every way and has been through everything that man has been through yet was without sin. He fully understands. Jesus is not just a God that's full of truth. He is a God who became man that's full of grace. Jesus is not just a God who's all-powerful, but Jesus is a God who became man who's also immanent. He's not just transcendent, He's imminent, He's near us. There was a, a story of a boy whose dad died at an early age. Close sila. And his mom would always show a picture because hindi na niya maalala growing up. Hindi niya maalala yung daddy niya. Pinapakita lagi ng mom niya yung picture ng daddy niya. Oh, your dad is this. Tell stories about the dad. And tells the son, how much his dad loves him. One bad day, umuwi yung anak. Sinabi ulit niya, if your dad was here, he would do this. And then sabi niya, but, I, but mom, stop talking about dad. He's not here. You always talk about dad in the picture. I wish that dad would step out of the picture and be here. You know what happened 2,000 years ago? God stepped out of the picture and said, I'm not gonna be a God from a distance. I'm going to be a God up close. Emmanuel, fully God, fully man. And lastly, and let me end with this. Jesus is fully God and fully man who lived a sinless life and willingly gave himself as a sacrifice for our sins. When my daughter, my eldest child, was two years old, Naglalaro po kami. Wrestling. Wala pa akong anak na lalaki. So babae pa, wrestling. Eh medyo na, na ginanahan ako ng husto. <laughs> Di na ganang ko. Sabi dad, enough. May hindi, kaya mo pa. <laughs> Pag push niya sa akin, I heard a pop. And then she cried, ah! Oh no, nasaktan ko yung anak ko. I was so scared not of what happened to her wrist. I was so scared to what my wife would do to me if she had known. Sa tawag ako sa kaibigan ko, doktor. Sabi ko, dok, ano nangyari? Sabi niya, naku. And hindi niya magalaw, she was in pain. Sabi niya, baka, baka nabali mo yung, dalin mo na sa ER din. Alam namin sa ER, good news is, hindi po broken yung wrist. Bad news is, dislocated. <laughs> Two years old, dislocated. She was in pain in the x-ray. Napapray po talaga ako, Lord, I pray for a miracle. Patay ako sa misis ko. And you know what happened? There was a miracle. She was instantly healed. Nagulat in doctor. Wala na yung dislocation. Umuwi siya. She was not in pain. But here's the thing. During the time na may sakit siya, alam ko ako yung may kasalanan. Gusto ko sabihin, Lord, baliin mo na lang yung kamay ko, Lord. Why? Because there's this deep internal law at work 
that you know sin is like a debt that you need to pay for. Ama? Pag nagkamali ka, kailangan pagbayaran mo. Parang ganun yung na-feel ko. And this is the reason why sacrifice is important because we all know that we all have sinned. Tama po ba? How many of you have sinned at least once in your life? Therefore, there needs to be a sacrifice. So ang ginagawa natin, tayo yung nagsasacrifice. Sa Nepal po, nagkaroon ng animal sacrifice one day, half a million, half a million. May picture po nun, half a million sac- uh, 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 animals were slaughtered in one day. Yung buong mundo na inisip nila, baka magka-virus tayo kasi daming patay sacrifice because they thought that would take away their sins. Tayo po sa Pilipinas, fasting, huwag maligo, <laughs> diba? uh, huwag kumain ng pork. Yung iba po, penitensya, yung iba nagpapabasa, yung iba nagpapapako sa krus kasi sacrifice. Eh minsan, kristyano na, ganun pa rin po yung iniisip natin. Nagkasala ako, magbabasa ako ng Bible from cover to cover this day, pastor. Lahat ng ministry, magbo-volunteer ako, pastor. Kailangan bawian ko. Pero, mga kapatid, the fact is, our sacrifice can never t- take away our sins, first. Bible sabi yan. Second, it can never please God. So that means somebody has to do a sacrifice once for all. And let me end with this. God became man in Jesus and he lived a sinless life and willingly gave himself as a sacrifice for our sins. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. Let me end. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, behold, I have come to do your will He does away with the first order of sacrifice in order to establish the second. And by that, will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. He offered his body as a sacrifice once and for all. That means, number one, for all time. Isang beses na lang yung sakripisyo. Hindi ka na kailangan magsakripisyo, kapatid. Hindi mo na kailangang bawian si Lord. Ginawa na ni Lord. Pag tinignan po natin yung giant weighing scale, meron po tayong mga kasalanan. Tapos yung sacrifice natin, iniisip natin mag- magiging, magiging balance. Pero ang totoo po, kahit na po yung next uh, slide, kahit na po anong sakripisyo natin, wala pong magawa sa kasalanan. So ano pong ginawa ni Lord? Yung next slide. Ang ginawa ni Lord na matay sa krus and once and for all, next, ultimate sacrifice, kahit anong kasalanan mo pang i-adyan, the cross has outweighed your sins and has totally given you forgiveness of sins. He tipped the scales for all time. For all time. Second, for all people. Meron po tayong members sa every nation Laos. He became a monk for 10 years. Because when he was still a Buddhist, he wanted to pay for the souls of his family. 
two years in the temple for every family member. How many of you know he didn't have to do that anymore? Buddhist kaman o Muslim, mabait kaman o balasubas, <laughs> mayaman ka o mahirap, bata ka o matanda, Pilipino o Amerikano, Israeli o Palestino, Katoliko o Protestante, lahat tayo hindi na kailangang magsakripisyo para makuha ang kapatawaran ng Panginoon at biyaya ng Panginoon. Isang sakripisyo lang. For all time, for all people. I want to end again with our statement. Palagay naman yung statement natin ulit about Jesus. We believe in Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God, incarnated for our redemption, born of the Virgin Mary, fully God and fully man, one person in two natures. As our substitute, he lived a sinless life and willingly gave himself as a propitiatory and reconciling sacrifice for our sins on the cross. He died, was buried, rose bodily on the third day, ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father as the only Mediator between God and humanity, no one else. One day, He will return again to judge the living and the dead. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world. Through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.